morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family. This morning, we have Mario, the Node Defender, joining us, Johnny Crypto, the CEO of Collecti Labs, Selman G, and Billy, the chart analysis expert, are all joining us on this beautiful Tuesday, so very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how a bill to fully integrate digital assets is proposed, stating the SEC and CFTC will be working together. We break down how the winners and losers will be within this new market. It was a bad day for Binance investors as the SEC is suspicious of another unregistered security sale and Routers exposes over $2.3 billion in illegal payments processed by Binance. Ripple opens the door for luxury retailers as a partnership with Lunu will further expand their ODL reach. And we share a video of CEO of JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon stating crypto will cause payments to be the most disrupted market going forward. Institutions are loading up on Cardano while dumping Ethereum and Bitcoin. We show our listeners how smart money is navigating within this market. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Mr. Johnny Crypto, we crushed it on our Twitter spaces last night and we were talking about the overall markets. And what do we have today? Some fundamental changes to the crypto market. So we've got some amazing content for you guys. But before we dive into that, Johnny Crypto, how are you feeling on this Tuesday? I'm uh, feeling a hell of a lot better than last week, that's for sure. <laughs> so good morning, everybody. Hopefully hopefully everybody's doing well. And uh, I see we got a lot of warrior maniacs out there. So uh, looking forward to getting started. And good morning to my brothers over there. All the Warrior Maniacs, they always show us great love and support. And Selman, we always give you a shout out. Your network is your net worth. So I'm proud to call you my friend, Selman G. How are you feeling on this Tuesday? Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. And um, I'm feeling great. I feel great. I've so many great data today. Um, the We're soon going to see a bottom, and I'm so excited for another rally. And I'm very helpful, grateful that, you know, we all talked about this nonstop on this show, and it's just so much fun to have everybody here, um, you know, raising awareness and, and making someone put a smile on someone's face. So that's why I'm super excited. Thank you. Yes, we're very excited to have you. And if billionaires are built anywhere, that's within a bear market. And as we look at the market today, we got 80% pullbacks across the board. But before we dive into that, the node defender is in the building. Mario, how are you feeling on this Tuesday? And welcome back. Thank you, Abs. I'm feeling amazing today. It's good to be back. I'm a little bit less frequent on the show, so every time I come back, I'm like, I can't wait. And uh, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. 100%. We always miss you when you're not here, so it's going to be a great episode today. We're going to talk about some amazing content, but Billy, the chart analysis expert, is in the building. What's up, Billy? How you feeling? What's up, fam? I love being on here. God, I miss you guys' faces, man. Great spaces last night. You guys always kill it. And I'm just, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready to get in this market. I'm ready for this thing to bang out and make some money. It sounds like it's time to make some money. So we'll start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. At 3TGM Crypto on Twitter, we host lives on Thursday. We host lives on Monday and we'll spontaneously get on there all the time. So go smash that follow button. We love talking to you guys. 
Bitcoin fear and greed index is still sitting in extreme fear this morning, slightly above where we were yesterday. We are sitting at a 15. We'll scroll right past this and hop into the total coin market cap this morning. We are sitting at $1.22 trillion in global market cap. Bitcoin is 46% dominance. Ethereum is 17%. Bitcoin is sitting at $29,800 this morning. Like we said yesterday, we went up to that 32,000 resistance and then we continue to backtest it. We're working our way down and we're really finding our bottom. I'm sure someone's going to address that. Ethereum, 1700 Cardano continuing to rise at $0.62 cents this morning. XRP continues to dip down to $0.39 cents on the day. Avalanche is $24. Kronos is $0.17. Cents. Stellar, $0.14. Cents. Algorand, almost $0.40. Cents. Hedera Hashgraph is $0.09. Cents. And we'll scroll down to Quant here. Quant looks like a great buying opportunity within the market today. We know there's so many fundamental use cases being built out. And it's sitting at $65 and less than $800 million in total market cap. But I'd love to hear from Selman because I haven't heard from him yet this week. Selman, what are you watching in the market this morning? Hey, Quant is amazing. I haven't, I didn't know that it's at 780 million in the market market cap. This is crazy. Like I posted weeks ago that Quant below 100 bucks is a gem, and like amazing that that it's already at 65. Like I'm asking myself, how, like, is there any possible dip? you know, any possible bottom, uh, another bottom this year. So it's like crazy 65 great dollar cost averaging. Of course, if you know, um, um, after doing a lot of research, of course, Quant is a pretty good one, but I like to show you basically um, the, the market in general. If you look at the dollar index on a monthly time frame, you see it's actually, you know, a nice W formation looks super bullish, but it really depends on the Fed and the, the fiscal policy in general. If you check out Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and S&P, right, all of them, it looks like they are going to continue uh, going lower if they can break their falling trends. And currently at resistance zones, it's very indecisive. But risk appetite is gone, of course. And another big thing uh, for today, the European Central Bank is going to announce whether or not they're going to raise interest rates. And experts believe they will. So that's you know, we we're always talking about the Fed, but the whole world is basically doing, you know, raising interest rates. So we see how money is going out of the markets. And that's why I believe great opportunities will come for us, generational wealth builders. And that's why I'm super excited to focus on my favorite coins, such as, you know, XRP, Adam, Osmosis, Juno, like I'm Cosmos Space a little bit, but Quant, XTC is great. And, um, some other coins, you mentioned it, Cardano. So I believe there is a great opportunity, guys. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about it today. And anybody who's been holding Cardano for about a year now remembers that we went from $0.03 cents to over $3 in just 11 months, and we've consolidated now. We're sitting back in that $0.55 cent range. And you know who's buying? And we're going to cover this later in the episode. I'll just break the news now. Grayscale is loading up on Cardano, and we have another a number of other institutions getting very excited about this technology. But Johnny Crypto, what's on your mind this morning? Regulation, baby. We got we got some regulation. We got some, we finally got we finally got something we can react to, so we can look at, we can finally get a feel for what's happening. So <clears throat> for me, now it's gonna begin the whole game is gonna begin now of trying to understand and interpret what this is, what it means for the industry, you know, are they gonna pass it, that whole thing. So that's what's on my mind right now. And in addition to always you know, dollar cost averaging at this point in time. But yeah, regulation, baby. Let's go. Billy, as I look at this chart here, we're looking at the entire price chart for Bitcoin since its inception. 
And it's clear that we're testing a trend line that we've tested many times. And that trend line typically indicates the bottom of our bear market. What are you seeing on the charts today? And how do you feel about the market overall? Are we reaching a relative bottom? Or are we just going to continue with this bear market for the next few months? You know, I like to think that we're reaching the bottom. But with everything that's happening, you just don't know. There's so many uncertainties going on. The one thing that, that you can always count on, though, is Nancy Pelosi's stock trades. Yes. Uh, it's interesting that... Here lately, she she bought 100 call options at the strike price of, I think, $80 on Apple. And Apple's sitting at $147 right now. And then she did Microsoft the same thing. So that's got me a little nervous. There's something, of course, that she knows that we never know. Um, but I believe that's going to it's gonna affect the crypto market, too. I don't know if it's going to go down and break that trend. But there's something in me that tells me. I know this says trend line. And if I'm buying, I'm always buying on the trend. The trend is also, you know, the main support. Uh but there's just something different. I, I can't explain what it is. It's just there's something different about this. Well, Billy, remember, <laughs> when the elites are buying, that's usually the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Be buying. I'm thinking the bottom is in. You know, they know a lot more than we know, right? So it's it's very interesting to yeah. she's buying right now. It kind of makes you wonder. But she's, but she's betting on it to go lower. So that's, that's the – She bought calls. No, she bought calls, not puts. Did she buy the calls? I heard she bought 80 calls deep in the money. Deep. Yeah, she yeah. bought calls. Yeah. Well, then that's the case. And yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what I'm telling you. She just that's the you know when Nancy's buying, that's the bottom, boys. Or it's close to the bottom. Bro, I met I misread that one all kind of jacked up. Uh, George actually sent me that this morning. I was looking, I was like, oh my God. So I'm thinking it's gonna go lower. But no, if that's the case, then yeah. If she's got it at that price, then yeah, that's the bottom. Well, Mark, I'd love to hear from the node defender here because we're looking at the market right now and retail is just overly bearish, right? Everyone's calling for lower lows. Everyone's calling for that lower $20,000 mark. And that tells me we're probably, at least in the short term, going to trend in the opposite direction. We're looking at the chart here and it's a great example of how we're reaching a relative bottom. And of course, everyone's telling you to stay away from crypto when we're getting these ideal buying opportunities. I'd love to hear from you, Mario. What are you seeing in crypto? And also fill our listeners in on what you're doing in the node space. Well, you said something very important. Everybody's saying stay away from crypto, but usually that's that's when the sent sentiment shifts and that's when you should be getting into crypto because that's when you're getting the super low price action that that uh, that everybody always waits for. So for me personally, uh, I saw that Node Army said in the chat that he's buying some AVAX today. It's funny because it must be something with our names because I also bought AVAX today. Um, I'm, um, I'm dollar cost averaging into AVAX. I'm dollar cost averaging into Cosmos, Adam. I'm dollar cost averaging into the freeway token. Uh, I really think that with the adoption of the freeway platform, we've covered freeway many times here on the on the on the channel. But I really think the freeway token will have uh, has tremendous price appreciation. The way that I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it from the same perspective as the Nexo token for Nexo. As people utilize the Nexo platform more, and you have that threshold or that minimum that you need to have in Nexo tokens in order to get the additional percentage in your in your returns. And the same thing applies for freeway. So I'm making sure that I always have a minimum of 10% on my freeway token. Although the minimum is five, I try to keep it at 10. And yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other, those are the three coins. I did purchase some OXP a couple of weeks ago. Um, but besides that, yeah, I'm constantly cashing out on my, on my uh, I, I got into, since you asked me about nodes, I got into Apex nodes. Um, I'm taking a very aggressive, uh, taking profits strategy. So I'm constantly taking profits. I mean, this is not a stage, this is not a, a, a phase of hype. So if you get into any projects that pay you any kind of returns like nodes and stuff, just make sure you're taking your profits. Very important.
You're spot on, Mario. Johnny, do you have a comment there? Yeah, you know, just pull that chart up for a minute, the one you have with the three bubbles. I Just one quick comment, and then we move on. You know, I laughed that everybody says we're in a bear market. <laughs> this is what I talk about when you look at a 12-year, 15-year trend line. We're not in a bear market, folks. This fucker's going up. It's still, and it ain't done yet. It's still going. Now, I get I get in the within the phases, you know, people look at the bear and the bull market. But, guys, this is, the, <laughs> this is not a bear market. We probably have a, in fact, being a limited supply, this thing could go way, way higher before we really see a true bear market where you pull 10, 20, 30% below the trend line. You haven't even seen that yet. It's never actually happened. So there's never really been a true bear market, if you will, for Bitcoin. But within the bubbles themselves, yeah, I get it. And this is what I've been saying. I've been praying for 20 because if you look, if you zoom in close, that trend line actually sits right around 20 or 22. And I'm hoping we touch it, but we might not even touch it. This may be as close as we get. It'll be interesting to see. And historically, we've never reached below a previous all-time high. So for an example, in 2017, our all-time high was $19,900. Typically, if we follow a traditional cycle, Bitcoin will not dip below those levels. And we're seeing a lot of retail investors. We're seeing guys like Robert Kinasaki kind of spread some FUD out there and saying that we're going to go to those levels. I think that's overly optimistic. I think we're going to trade in this range, like you're saying, Johnny, above that $20,000 mark while retail sits there waiting for the major collapse that we never get. So I'd love to get some comments from Selman, and then we'll continue about this breaking news we have with regards to digital assets and the United States government. I can't wait, man. Well, um, to be honest, um, if you see everybody's being bearish right now, but price is still consolidating at 28, 29K, just like last year, probably some people don't want it to drop below 28K. That means they are accumulating. And that's why I believe we're very close to the bottom. Now, of course, we can see another shake off to like 25, or maybe 27K, but we are very close to the bottom. Extreme fear levels for weeks now. Um, this is historically, you know, very, very um, fragile. It's not sustainable. It means we are going to go back up. Greed will hit the markets again soon. And that's why I'm personally... Uh, recommending my my family, my friends to dollar cost average, buy the fear in the markets, and you're going to be doing well. Amazing, Salman. And Johnny Crypto, we're going to come to you first on this next topic. Billy, I'm not sure. Did you have a comment there before we continue? No, bro. I'm just sitting here back channeling my research now. <laughs> perfect. Okay, perfect. So we're going to hop into our first story for today. If you guys are enjoying this content, show us some love and smash that like button. 173 live listeners out there. And if you're looking for a more deeper fundamental understanding of the crypto market, the best place to do so is with our team at the 3T Warrior Academy. You get access to every single one of us. We hold many weekly calls and we do live portfolio updates every single Thursday from Coach JV. So this is something I think all people should be taking advantage of. With that being said, we'll hop into our latest news for today, which is that we had a bill proposed by Congress to fully integrate digital assets into the existing financial system. Some of the outlines that I think are worth noting is that it requires DAOs to be registered entities within the United States. If you're not registered within the United States, the U.S. views it as personally taxable. It requires all exchanges and stablecoin providers to be registered entities, unclear language for DeFi. It clears up security laws and puts a lot of assets under commodities for the CFTC. We've talked about this continually on this channel. The SEC is way out of line deciding that they're the government entity that's supposed to be regulating this market. We continue to see the CFTC be called upon to adopt cryptocurrency and really help with this regulation. 
Johnny Crypto, I'd love to get some thoughts from you. If there is any debt, equity, profit, revenue, or dividend of any variety, then it is not expressly known as a digital asset commodity. So this could be a huge hit to the entire crypto market. We could see tons of projects collapse if something like this was fully implemented. But what's some of your thoughts? Is this FUD or is this something that we should be continuing to watch? And we're going to see a lot of changes here. No, 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 no. The first, that's not FUD. It is what it is. It's the laws. It's the rules of the road that these that they're planning, putting in place. And now everybody in the world has to adopt. That's just how this works, right? And so what's going to happen is what you have highlighted there in red for folks who don't understand what that means. In very simple, basic terms, it means pretty much every coin is a security. That's what it means. So at the end of the day, we've got, and literally they were saying everything but BTC. So pretty much Bitcoin will probably still be a non-security but Ethereum and everything else, all altcoins are basically going to be securities, which to be honest with you, I don't have a problem with. I don't care. I don't care either way, which way it goes. Just plant the rules and now allow these companies to adopt. And that's what you're going to see happening now is basically we've been telling you this. We've been telling you this on this show for months now that when regulation came, a lot of coins are going to be going away because now what this is going to mean is all these coins, all these companies, they're all going to have to register with the SEC. And that, frankly, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because you know what's going to happen? The real ones, the ones who, who have real technologies and real world world solves that want to be here to stay, they're going to do it. They're going to go to the SEC. They're going to go through the pain and they're going to file and they're going to get it done. And then it's great. It's going to be out there. It's going to be legal. There's no more lawsuits against them who can't come after anybody. Right. Well, I mean, for for stupid reasons, um, as long as you follow the law. So, no, abs, this is, in my opinion, it's exactly what I expected. And it's going to be good for the industry. We're going to shake out a lot of shit coins and only the real players are going to be left standing. And, you know, obviously if we've done our homework right, then a good amount of our horses should still be in the race. Mario, we had some really interesting comments from you before the stream talking about how some of these larger DeFi projects are already decentralized enough to fit some of these guidelines. Can you speak to that a little bit and what that might mean for the market going forward? Yeah, I really think that you guys touched up on this and you made a really good point on the Twitter spaces last night where this is about this is about the regulation back in 2015, 2016, 2017. I mean, those years, any kind of new regulation that comes out now will apply from today going forward. So it's going to be really interesting to see what some of these projects, um, how how they will be able to. I mean, we saw that we're going to touch upon this with with Binance in a little bit, so I don't want to talk about it too much, but. I really think that the SEC will come after a lot of a lot of players. I really think that this Ripple, I mean, we've been saying this for a while, Ripple really is that first case that's going to set a, a new standard in the space. Now we have things like this bill. I honestly think that this bill is still a ways to go. I don't think we're going to see anything concrete this year. It may take us very well into 2023 for, for, for this to even come into effect. So this is just another form of that bill that we discussed last year. It's evolved a little. It's gotten better. I think that just like Johnny Crypto says all the time, regulation needs to happen. I think it's a good thing. Can it cause temporary uh, down price action? Absolutely, because people are emotional. People are just going to panic. Oh, my God, it's today. The Bitcoin is going to go to zero. No, it's not. And Ethereum is not going to go to zero either. It's just temporary, temporary price action. And it's going to be good for the space in general. I mean, the entire world is already caught up to what cryptocurrencies are and how they should be treated. It's, it's just time that America kind of catches up and, and we finally see some clarity. 
And I think what's exciting here is we're seeing the initial steps be taken in this industry to get mass adoption, right? And what's important to note about this bill is that because it was just proposed, lobbying hasn't begun. Now we're going to see the companies and people who fund these projects get their say within these bills. So we're going to see a lot of changes. Before we get comments from Billy and Selman, we're going to show you guys a video here discussing the mainstream adoption of Bitcoin and what this bill, if passed, could mean for the entire industry going forward. I'm going to let this clip play and then we'll get some comments from the group. Um, announced that they were going to offer uh, Bitcoin um, to users or to consumers. Uh, companies have to choose to allow their employees to put Bitcoin in their 401ks. Uh, the Labor Department came out and said, this is a terrible idea. What do you think? I think the Labor Department's wrong. Uh, I think it's a wonderful idea. It should be part of a diversified asset allocation. And it should be on the end of the spectrum of a store of value. Obviously, if you have a fully diversified asset allocation, you have some assets that you want to produce income in the short run. You also want some assets uh, that are just a store of value. Uh, and I think that's where Bitcoin really shines. I think it's some of the hardest money that's ever been created in, in the world. Uh, and for that reason, it belongs as a slice of a diversified asset allocation. So we are going to get a couple more quotes from this clip as we get comments from the group. But what I think is so interesting is that there's so much uncertainty about Bitcoin, but we pull up the 12-year price chart and every single dip was a buying opportunity. And it's been one of the most profitable assets to hold over the last decade. So I'm really confused as to why there's so much uncertainty. When we watch assets like the US dollar, maybe PayPal, Netflix, some of the mainstream stocks collapse in value. Selman, I'd love to hear from you and then we'll kick it to Johnny Crypto. This is crazy, like how all these politicians that are actually, you know, should be serving us, the people, are actually making, you know, these policies that are actually against us. And, and you know, Bitcoin is, if you see the charts, zoom out, right, you see a beautiful bullish trend, yes, on a macro trend. And, you know, they're all deep in crypto. I know that, like, it, it, it has to be, right? And I uh, actually also wanted to add something to the previous one. Now, it's very interesting if you see the SEC, right? Um, it's part of, you know, the government. SEC, guys, is actually they're claiming to protect the citizens, protect the people. But in fact, they're it feels like they're protecting their partners and, and companies. So I feel like the U.S. is, on one hand, looks like they're super stupid compared to other countries. Look what they're doing. Regulations, they're scaring off a lot of... Uh, crypto projects but on the other hand i'm thinking what if they're super smart with doing all the regulations being that you know bad cop in this in this place um just to attract companies or protect their own companies because america is the largest economy right now plus in the future with really clear regulations people will come back to the u.s and uh, and work from there i don't know i would like to know also what johnny thinks of that but i feel like they will protect their own companies there because they want them to go all in and actually rule this rule this sector but um when it design their own playgrounds it should be their rules only and that's probably how they will dominate in the new future after regulations what do you guys think Billy, I'd love to hear from you. Selman brought up something really interesting was that a lot of our government representatives are not getting their bank accounts loaded from our taxpayer dollars. They're getting it from the major banks like JP Morgan and Bank of America. So in Citibank, for example, I always give the example of Janet Yellen. In 2021, Janet Yellen gave two 45-minute speeches. 
which she made $7 million for. In the year 2021, from taxpayer money, we gave her $200,000. So whose interest do you think she's representing when she's speaking to Congress and when she's implementing these bills? Not us, because we're not paying her bills. But Billy, I'd love to hear from you. Politicians never represent the people. They're supposed to, but it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen moving forward. As far as implementing Bitcoin into people's retirement, uh, until we have regulations, I don't want people touching or, you know, I want to control my own thing. 401k to me is nothing but a tax code. You need to have control of your, you know, your own thing. Um, it's it's crazy watching these people. The reason America's not up to times with everyone else is because they haven't figured how to steal from it yet, the politicians. They don't understand it. So, yeah, they need to get it regulated. But like you said earlier, it all depends on the lobbyists that are coming in, too. Who's going to fill their pockets? I do feel like they're looking out for the best interest of their company. But number one, they're going to look out for their own best interest and whatever is going to um, fill their needs and their wants or whatever is going forward. So we got to have this regulations. But I don't think uh, I love Selman's vision and his thought process about it. But I think that's giving them too much credit, especially this administration and these idiots running this this country right now. These guys are a bunch of dummies. It's just unreal. Uh, yeah, th there is a lot of uncertainty right now, Billy, and we're going to continue to see that going forward until we get standards and guidelines for people to follow. That uncertainty is going to continue, but I want to get comments from Johnny Crypto right after we show the remainder of this clip because they do have some groundbreaking news. So we'll let this thing play and then we'll hear from Johnny Crypto. Energy Joe Brown, do you agree, disagree? No, I agree. And that's why this piece of legislation is so important and why it's so timely. Uh, once you create basic infrastructure around these types of digital assets, where there are disclosure requirements, where they have a regulator, uh, where there's full transparency, that is going to create the safety and soundness in the market that will give other people comfort that this is a market that is here to stay. It's one that is uh, properly regulated and one uh, that has oversight and accountability. And that's what this legislation is going to do. So while many people are uncomfortable with where these digital assets are being used or offered today, once a regulatory framework is put around it, there will be more comfort there. Boom. This is literally a clip made, sent from heaven and put on Good Morning Crypto because she totally agrees with everything we said, but I don't want to give my opinion. I'd love to hear from Johnny Crypto. Well, first of all, let me give a shout out to my paisano out there from... Uh, from, uh, you know, oh, well, he's got passive aggressive income here. But you guys all know him as Showtime 2K. Hopefully you're wearing your Italian shirt, brother. We'll see you in a few weeks on the show again. But, uh, you know, getting back to this, first of all, I just want to tell everybody in the audience here, especially Mr. Wright, take a deep breath. Relax. Take a second deep breath, Mr. Wright. Everything's going to be okay. XRP is not going to get singled out and shut down and sued and forced out of the country. Everybody's got to calm down. Take a deep breath. The First of all, this is going to take years for this to come in and implement, number one. Number two, did Tesla leave the country when, when they were being sued or when the SEC was coming after or when regulation was coming? Did Amazon leave the country? Is Microsoft in a different country? You know, I see comments here about bad regulations going to force these guys out of the U.S. No. No, 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 guys, calm down. Regulation, bad regulation, good regulation. It's regulation, which means the rules will get put in place, and then the players that want to play here will read the rules, and then they'll play to the rules. It's just that simple, guys. Don't overreact. Don't overthink it. Just relax. Calm down. We're so early. It's just they're going to – and she just said it. They're going to lay out the rules. Companies are going to comply, 
And then a shit ton of institutional money is going to be flooding into this market like you've never, ever seen before in your lives. The tsunami is going to take you so goddamn high. You're not even going to know. You're going to be like, holy cow, I'm surfing. You're going to be so damn high. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, you know, tornadoes. Relax. It's going to be fine. So, Abs, this is great. Thank you. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, uh, Selvin. It's going to be great. You're all going to be happy. You're all going to be making a shit ton of money if you just sit tight. Hold on. Let the regulation come through. Let them go through and line their pockets. They all got to line their pockets. Like Ab said, you know, $7 million for a speech, guys. If I got to tell you what that really is, come on. If you can't see what that is, I don't know how to explain it to you, right? That's a freaking payment on the I back. heard something hilarious, Johnny. It's like, what could be going on in that room that's worth $3.5 million for 45 minutes? I would love to know, and I'm sure you have better insight than I do. Uh, yeah, you know how that works. That See, yeah. in the old school... That's a backdoor envelope deal, okay? We make it look like you're doing this. We pay you that. Make it look like it's for a speech. It's really for a payoff or something else. I mean, come on. Just like Hunter Biden's, Hunter Biden's paintings. Exactly. But anyway, I've said enough. I talked too much, but look, calm down. Regulation is great. Be happy for this moment. Take a breath. Relax. Everything's going to be great. You're all going to be multimillionaires someday if you just sit and hold on to the real world technology soft solutions. Let these guys put the rules in place. Let the money flood in and have an exit plan at Get Merlin Crypto. Go sign up. Get your get your uh, get your um, 30 day free trial. Prepare yourself. Get ready now because in 2025 you're going to be glad you got that exit plan set up. Yes, Johnny. And when you lose zoom out and look at this market from a long-term time frame, there's one thing that's certain. It's that this thing is an uptrend. We are getting more and more adoption on a daily basis, not only from retail, but from institutions. We got 231 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. All social medias are linked below. And of course, if you're looking for JV, the best place to find him is at the 3T Warrior Academy. That's the monthly caffeine bill for abs. David, you are spot on. I need to get a control of my habit. But we're going to hop into our next story for today, which is a very interesting story. And it ties into the SEC news that we've been discussing. So it's a bad day for Binance with the SEC investigation and the routers expose. The SEC is reportedly suspicious that the world's biggest crypto exchange sold unlicensed securities during its ICO in 2017. So during the BNB ICO took place in July of 2017 on several platforms during the height of the so-called ICO bomb. At least one U.S. citizen claimed to have taken part in the ICO, and this would be crucial for the SEC if the agency chose to pursue the case. The SEC has claimed that most cryptocurrencies are securities and brought cases against a number of ICO products, including Ripple. The BNB white paper was changed in January of 2017 sorry, in January of 2019, because the potential for being misunderstood as a security was addressed by their team. There's a couple key components I want to get before we get comments from the node defender here. Routers also published an article showing a lengthy report that Binance processed at least $2.3 billion worth of transactions from hacks, investment frauds, and narcotics during 2017 to 2021. Mario, I think this is the beginning of a much larger narrative an attack on centralized exchanges, an attack on decentralized currencies. What does a story like this indicate to you about overall sentiment within our market? Well, for, for, for starters, Binance has been under fire, especially in the U.S. for a very long time. Um, last year, you know, the, the whole thing with, with, uh, with the SEC had already, had already come into play. So it doesn't, really, it doesn't really surprise me at this point. Now, the fact that they say that they've they processed 
all that money, basically bad money. I mean, it's just to me like, okay, the, the people that are bringing in that money into the platform, the way that I'm interpreting that is that they're accepting, they're accepting bad money to come into the platform, which then can be used to trade or, or to, to uh, off ramp into a bank account. But the same thing you could, you applies for cash. Like somebody could be uh, laundering cash and then you as a business could be accepting that cash. I mean, it's not your fault that you're accepting that cash because you don't know where it comes from. And so Binance is in that same position, I would I would think. And just because there's a bad actor that's bringing money into the platform, I don't see how that becomes Binance's fault. Now, I'm sure that as long as they have the best KYC and as it states there, anti-money laundering protections, then I believe that they're... I just don't think that Binance has to be operating within the guidelines of the United States. And so if they're not applying, if they're not operating within better guidelines, that's because the guidelines aren't there to begin with. So I don't know. I don't hold it against Binance in this case. You're spot on, Mario. And what gets me a little bit concerned is that they're going years, almost decade back in prosecuting these exchanges. So we can only imagine how long they're going to go back for. If they start attacking these exchanges, that means in 2027, we could have the SEC come out and say that a lot of these securities were operating illegally in 2022. I'm curious as to how long this game can go on for. But Johnny Crypto, I know you got some comments. The floor is yours. You know, at the end of the day, just look at how this works, right? Obviously, the folks at BNB are, are not good friends with JP Morgan or uh, some of the other elites behind the scenes. Because apparently, if you're friends with them, like Ethereum and consensus, then you don't get sued. And, you know, if you're not, then they come after you with their, their guns. But, you know, I just want to say one thing. Mr. Wright, you made my day. Uh, I guess I'm going to go have to get a degree in psychology. I'm glad that we talked you off the ledge. Uh, everything's going to be okay. But, yeah, so for BNB, well, who knows? I mean, this is just the, the you know, the, the elites behind the scenes saying, hey, if you don't listen to what we do, we're going to target our, our guns after you. Right now they're pointing at, at, at Binance. We don't know the real reasons behind why they're doing this. Uh, this is what they tell you, but you don't know the real reasons, right? So uh, we'll see if this actually comes to fruition. If it does, to be honest with you, this could be a great buying opportunity. I ain't gonna lie. I'm hoping this thing drops to about a hundred bucks. I can have a cool. I don't know where the cat. Where's the cat? And we didn't sell the cat yet. I'm pointing the cat. And I'm gonna be buying some BNB because I gotta put some of that in my bags as well. I, I have a, I have a very little bit because BNB is expensive. But if it if it drops, yeah, I'm gonna be putting some in my bag. So look for this as an opportunity whenever this happens. And Selman, Selman and Billy, actually, you're both familiar with chart trading. And when you when you see exponential growth on a chart and there's a gap that needs to be filled, that gap is almost always filled. And when I look at the Binance chart, it shows that we do need to come back down and test that $100 level to fill that gap. So us getting a lawsuit and pushing us down to those lower levels, I guess it's not that big of a surprise. One other thing that people should note is that the U.S. commodities future, the CFTC in the United States, began an investigation of the exchange and their trading practices last year. So now we have the CSTC looking into them. We have the SEC looking into them. What catches your attention, Selman? And what do you think this means for other projects going forward? Are we going to see more prosecutions from the SEC? Uh, first of all, if they see, if they say um, that finance was used for money laundering, et cetera, I mean, guys, it's just, you know, imagine like with the dollar, you there is a lot of money laundering, right? And this is a clear <laughs> attack clear attack on Binance. It's just fun news. You have to, you have to pay to play. That's what they say, basically. And I got it from Billy. And absolutely. I mean, um, what I see here is don't look at the news, guys. Focus on what Binance is building. Binance is the 
like biggest exchange here in the crypto space. Plus, they have great partnerships. They are investing in infrastructure, and lately, a great sponsorship, a great collaboration with um, with the weekend. Right, he's gonna go on a world tour. Weekend, everybody knows him. Like there is great things happening in the background. Crypto.com is based in the U.S., but like Binance is outside, right? And move to Dubai actually to operate there because regulation is way easier there, way better. And that's why I believe Binance, they want to have their share, uh, of course. That's why they're attacking Binance. And yes, Johnny is 100% right. They will attack every, every NFT project, pretty much everyone in the space. They want to have their fair share. Um, last but not least, guys, BNB. I personally believe that's one of the coins that you know we also discussed yesterday on the Twitter space. Guys, BNB is probably a hidden gem. It's also going to be here uh, in the long run and has great utilities, of course. You know, it's super fast, low gas fees, and got a mass adoption, right, in the crypto space. So BNB is also one that you should be looking out for. Um, wait, wait until you see the price drop to $180 or even lower. So the 200 EMA there is like on, on, the, on the weekly time frame. Uh, would be amazing to see the uh, which one is it? Yeah, the 200 EMA would be great to see a bottom there at $180. So definitely uh, watch out and do your own research. Yes, Billy, do you have any comments there before we continue with our articles? It's it's just like everything else in the world, man. The SEC and all them are like the mob. They're gonna come in and you're gonna pay a tax. If you don't pay that tax, then you ain't gonna get to play with the big boys. And that's all each of these lawsuits are. Are you willing to pay the tax? If you can't pay the tax, then your butt's gone. That's it. It's very simple. If you watch my Godfather movies, you'll know exactly how it works. That's it. That's it. Forget about it. You don't Speaking pay. Speaking of the Godfather, Johnny, we actually have a clip from a mafia member, CEO of JP Morgan. Jamie oh. Diamond is going to tell us yes. about the future of global payments. And if you enjoy learning about mafia members on this channel, show us some love and smash that like button. 225 live listeners out there. But we'll let this thing play and then we'll talk about the impacts that this could have not only on Ripple, but the entire banking sector. And straight through and all that kind of stuff. So, but if you ask me the thing that could be most disrupted, it's going to be payments. You know, there are payment systems which are antiquated. They're all the ACH system is terrible. Uh, but we just put out a P2P. You all use Venmo? We just put out P2P Zelle. real time, bank to bank. It's safe. So I don't want to play the entire clip there, but I think everyone gets the point that we're going through a payment evolution. And that's exactly what our next article is about here. As 105 current countries are currently exploring central bank digital currencies, and this is only the beginning. So 105 countries representing over 95% of global GDP are exploring central bank digital currencies right now. A new high of 50 countries are in advanced phases, meaning they are in development, pilot, or launch phase. 10 countries have fully launched their digital currency with China's pilot set to expand in 2023. Among G20 nations, 19 are currently exploring CBDCs with 16 already having developed a CBDC and in its pilot stage. A couple of countries to note are South Korea, Japan, India, and Russia are all in the pilot phase of their CBDC. I think this is a very important and it ties exactly what Jamie Dimey said. Sorry, I'm running out of breath here. That ties into exactly what Jamie Dimon said there. The payment system has to go through an evolution. Right now, the SWIFT system, it's just an accounting measure. They're not actually exchanging that value. The evolution of the payment system is that the actual accounting measure also exchanges that value instantaneously. While I catch my breath here, we'll hear from Johnny Crypto. 
Well, first of all, Jeremy, if you're out there listening, can we get an oxygen tank sent down to Abs? He's gonna need it in between um in between session uh, articles. And uh, Dillup, I'm so proud of you, Dillup. You have no idea how well this makes my heart feel. So proud of you to to call out exactly what Diamond is, so I don't have to say it. But um, <coughs> oops, sorry, I hit that one by mistake. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we know that this CBDCs are coming. And what what I'm excited to see, what I can't wait is when we start to get to see the underlying rails that these countries are choosing to run their CBDC. XRP. Yeah, well, okay, that's what we all hope. Right? I'm just kidding, man. Just we kidding. all want it, but you guys know me. I'm a I'm a realist. I'm not a liar, so I'm gonna lie to you and tell you they are. I don't know what they're using yet. We hear all these different systems are being used out there. Some create their own pr- pr- proprietary ones. Some are using existing ones. They're trying out. You know, some are trying out XRP, and some are trying out XTC, and you know, and all these different systems. And we you know the JP Morgan consensus and quorum system is out there. So there's a lot of different systems out there. And I don't think, and I've been saying this for a while, I don't think there's going to be one system to rule them all. That's what I think originally we all hoped that the XRP would be. But, again, something's got to bring them all together. They do need to be interchangeable and work together. So, to me, as this continues to flush out and we start to see what those underlying rails are, then we're going to get a better picture of, okay, where are the ones we really want to make sure we're investing in? And, obviously, now we're placing some bets on a bunch of them, on the ISO ones, right? And we're hoping that some of those get chosen. So that's all we could do at this point until we, you know, unless if we get any friends who have friends with three-letter agencies that can tell us what's going on, all we could do is kind of keep an eye on these countries as they're developing them and look to see what what technologies they're using. And I really think this is just the beginning of a larger movement here. We're going to see mass adoption of central bank digital currencies. But what I think is so not exciting but unique about this market is they're incentivizing people to move away from their fiat system and into this centralized you know, print into infinity system. But Selden, you don't live in the United States. So I'm curious to hear your take. How do you feel about central bank digital currencies and how long until we see full implementation? Um, it's probably going to happen really, really fast. We got the four C's. CBDC is one of the narratives, guys. And in Germany, there is, of course, talks. The ECB, your European Central Bank, like already brought it up. It's going to happen. Uh, even though they said, nope, we're not. Later, we heard that they are actually developing, working on it. So they they lied to us. And that's why I don't trust them. And the worst thing is, guys, Germany is one of the countries that is pretty much, they love their physical money. But uh, through the pandemic, we learned, we learned that money is dirty, that there are, that there's bacteria, all of that. And slowly they introduced us to digital payments. They People started using their credit cards more. And that's the introduction, right? The first step towards CBDCs. And it's coming. People are sleeping on it. They think it's conspiracy, but it will probably happen around 2025. We'll see a full implementation of CBDCs probably um, in many, many countries. And Johnny, you brought up something. You like the facts, figures, numbers, and logic. Well, one thing that's for sure is that in 2020, the World Economic Forum said that Ripple would be the most important project for central bank digital currencies going forward. And then in 2021, we had the Digital Pound Foundation partner with Ripple to build out their central bank digital currency for the euro. And the euro is currently the most valuable fiat currency we have today. So that shows me some positive news for XRP, even though we don't know that they're chosen for the rails. I'd love to hear from the node defender here. Mario, what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. I think the central bank digital currencies will be the uh, the predominant thing going forward. 
And I really like the the aspect of peer-to-peer transfers. I think that could eliminate a lot of the problems that we have in in the financial system. So I'm interested to see with uh, you know what what kind of developments we have as far as that. It, we see a lot of nations like China. They they took the lead. They continue to be on the lead. Um, nations like the United States, they they look like they're ignoring the. this innovation but i really don't think they are i really think that they know exactly what's happening and they're just making it look like they are falling behind but i really don't think that they are falling behind completely agree i think that china is going to be the chosen currency or chosen country to rule from a currency standpoint china is going to dominate the monetary system going forward and the only way that the u.s can hedge against that is be creating a global basket of goods with the IMF to deleverage China's currency because we're seeing China become way too important in the global supply chain. And I think that intertwine is only getting more powerful. But we'll hop into our next article for today, which is a Cardano article. Cardano reaches a new milestone in the number of projects being built on their platform. We covered this yesterday. Cardano has seen historic inflows from institutional investors. And now we have another massive update. Cardano exceeds the $1,000 project mark on its network. The number of projects building has currently reached 1,003 projects, up from 992 just this weekend. So this indicated that the total number of projects is 89 that have recently been added to Cardano, while the number of NFT projects has climbed to 5,796. We've covered this yesterday, but we'll cover it again. Cardano continues to face institutional inflows as they prepare for Vasil hard fork stated to be instituted on June 29th. This is going to make transactions way cheaper, and it's also going to be easier to build DeFi applications onto the Cardano network. We saw Grayscale increase their exposure to Cardano within this fund. They created a fund called the Smart Contract Platform X Ethereum Fund. So Ethereum is not included. These are the best platforms to compete with Ethereum, and we see that Cardano makes up 32% of this portfolio. That's huge. We also have Algorand, Cosmos, Stellar, Polygon, AVAX, DOT, and Solana all within here, but I think this shows us the bigger picture, right? These companies are moving away from Ethereum. They're moving into larger DeFi projects because those are going to be the most profitable as we get mass adoption. I'd love to hear from the group. Let's start off with Billy. Billy, what does this article tell you? It tells me people are buying in. They're, they're, they're trusting. They're coming in. They're, uh, they're understanding more. They're bringing their, their projects to the, the forefront. This is, this is good stuff, man. This is actually really good stuff. Uh, the more projects, the better. But Bad thing is I sold all my damn ADA and got Quant, so I need to go back in. Hey, Quant's a great project as well, but as I look at ADA sitting at $0.55, me and Johnny were watching Grayscale. Grayscale was buying at $0.44. This is not speculation. Documented buys are in the market at $0.44. What do they know that we don't? Well, they know nothing that we don't. They see the fundamental DeFi projects being built out. There's going to be more and more utility being implemented on Cardano. But Johnny, you know so much about Cardano. Why don't you fill our listeners in? First of all, I never understood why there's so many Cardano haters. It just cracks me up. I mean, we've been telling you on this show, all the indicators are telling you that Cardano is the number one developed uh, platform of you know uh, for developer activity, of choice of developers to build on. And, and everybody still hates Cardano. You know, I think they don't like Charles because he's very outspoken. I think that's why I love I love Charles. I love how he tells it like it is. But people don't like him, and so because of that, I think they want to see him fail, and they want to see his project fail. But guys, accept it. Cardano is going to be here to stay. People love it. People are building on it. it I've used it. It's cheap. It's fast as hell, <coughs> and it's just going to become more prominent. And now look, 
Don't take my word. Now you got the big boys. You got you got Grayscale coming and saying, "Hey, I'm going to dump you know abs." If you go back to that chart, I believe they actually lowered their Solano holdings. Like, what did they have last time? We said 21, 22 percent. Now they're at 32 percent of Cardano. You, you know, we tell you all the time: you do what the elites do. They're buying it for a reason, and it ain't to lose money. It's not to lose money. It's to make money because they know. And look at that chart. Like literally, all of those. If you don't have all of those in your bags. I, I don't know what to tell you. This is not financial advice. We're not financial advisors. But I'm happy to say that when I look at that list, I literally have every single one of those in my bags. And, the, and you want to have those. Those are all great projects there. Are they all going to be here eight years from now? I don't freaking know. But half of them probably will be, right? So they're really, really good there. So make sure you put those in your bags and take that with you into the future. Because Cardano, sorry, guys, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And right now, you got a gift. They packed their bags. They bumped their percentage when Cardano was sitting in the 40 cents range. So I don't know what else to tell you. We're not that far away from 40 cents. I just bought some yesterday and I'll continue to buy more this week. This is a great indicator. Like it just, this just proves to you that when prices are scary and down, you look at what the institutions are doing. They're, they're making adjustments. You know, they're buying in when prices are high, they're selling, they're adjusting the portfolio. Like this is just what smart money is doing. And it's very reassuring for us as smaller investors. These are the kind of signals we need to look to in the space. And it's smarter, you know smarter money flows into, whoops, sorry, I'm getting in. Sorry, yeah. do you know what also, like what I really, really like, um, guys, if you just check out the price chart, right? You see we're like, you know, ever since we had the smart contract implementation or integration since uh, September, you know, everybody hyped it, but ever since we, we've been in a downfall, we dropped 81% from all-time nice. high, like right 80%. now. And imagine you see prices super low and it's still, you know, looking bearish. Yep. The bearish trend on the minor uh, micro trend. Yes, there is, you know, not enough hype, but you see the fundamentals. They are building and more and more people are coming in, right? That tells you something's cooking. And we all know that next to xrp next to the ripple community we know that there is also a very strong community for cardano and at, since 2018 non-stop everybody everybody supported cardano and um now that we actually see that there is real fundamentals people are coming in these are the projects where you want to actually you know where you want to bet on a uh, long term because you see communities there without a community you can't do it much plus fundamentals focus on the projects that the teams that are coming and developing on Cardano, right? And then institutions like Grayscale buying in after a 80 to 90% drop, right? Recently. So this is great, great fundamentals in my opinion. So history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes someone. And as I look at that price chart, everybody can see that we went from three cents to over $3 in just 11 months. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's sometime in the future, we got similar price action I'm super optimistic on Cardano. I'm super optimistic on AVAX. But what catches my attention about this list is they do have 20% of their portfolio allocated to Solana. Now, I am not bullish on Solana. I do not own any Solana, not before the crash and not after. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, Selman. A lot of these currencies, Algorand, Stellar, AVAX, are clear winners when we look at who people are investing in. But Solana doesn't seem to be consensus. So why do you think Solana has such a large portfolio allocation within this fund? Um, you know, there is a lot of FUD right now, um, you know, with Solana because they have multiple different technical issues. But I feel like 
they know that the institutions know that technology, Johnny brought it up last time, that it takes time. And I believe they are going to prove the world that they are a very solid project. And I, I feel like, yep, it's backed by FTX and many other great ventures, uh, you know, venture capitals. Uh, and I believe Solana is definitely going to outperform the market at some point. And that's why people bet on it. People really believe that Solana has great utility. It's going to take time. It has multiple different stress testings because it's the only blockchain right now that's in the news that has, you know, had these technical issues nonstop. So I feel like, yep, they're going to prove the world that they're one of going to be one of the leading blockchains. Johnny, this really is the fastest hour in crypto. So I'm going to zoom through this article so we have enough time for our XRP stuff. The most interesting part of the report is not the existence of rising inflows, but the rate of reallocation with inst institutional funds. Ethereum and Solana are being actively drained across the market from institutions while ADA is being stacked. At the current rate, the volume of ADA being held by institutions will exceed Ethereum in just a couple of months. Billy, can I get some quick thoughts from you and then we'll continue? Oh, I think we lost Billy. I think he's frozen there. So we'll continue with our articles. Am I frozen? Can you guys hear me right now? No, I think Billy was just trying to take himself off mute. Hold on. Um, okay. Did Billy's frozen on my screen. I'm going to continue with the articles because you only have a couple minutes here. We have some massive fundamental breaking news when it comes to XRP. If you're an XRP maximalist, show us some love and smash that like button. And if you're just an XRP believer, stay tuned for this video. So Ripple and Lunu partner to enable luxury retailers to accept cryptocurrency payments. This is huge. Ripple is going to be used as a liquidity pool to fund cryptocurrency payments in stores all across Europe. Luna enables high-end luxury retailers in the UK and Europe to accept crypto payments in-store via Luna's proof of sale. The liquidity hub will enable Luna's customers to accelerate the acceptance of crypto payments by optimizing the exchange of crypto assets using RippleNet. Our partnership with Ripple has the potential to greatly impact retail customers, offering and expanding a variety of payment methods and portraying to retailer brands that we're innovative and progressive. This is watching the floodgates open. We're seeing all this institutional adoption. Somebody said, do you agree with the bearable bull that we're about to get a massive bull run? I have no idea. But when I look across the market, we are getting more and more adoption, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, ADA, or Ripple. Johnny Crypto, the floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, this, this is exactly what XRP was built for, to provide liquidity uh, to these systems in this payment. There's my girl about Angelina. What's up, girl? Glad to see her back on the show. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, this is what XRP was built for. And this you want to be seeing these use cases, right? Whoops. Of this stuff happening out there in the real world. That's just how, um, as we continue to see more and more of these, what happens is we're so early. None of these companies really know yet. I'm in the technology space, right? Most of these companies don't know what they want to use yet. I mean, remember, guys, we're early. This stuff's all new. So in the beginning of anything, it's like trial and error. You go out there, you try to figure out what you want to see, what you want to use. And then what happens is something kind of catches fire. Somebody starts realizing, wow, this works really good. And then it's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm going to use it for my business too. Oh, yeah, hey, I'm using this thing called Ripple. You know, they got this XRP liquidity thing kind of thing and they share it to their buddy and the next you know companies start sharing and start spreading so this is really really here we go this is really thank you for the shout out there angelina this is really really good because um at, at the end of the day you're you're this is the way you start to spread technology you you, you start putting your seeds all over the place and then 
<laughs> yo, yo, Zubin, <laughs> make sure you make a freaking NFT collector, your Billy. Like that's fantastic. Dude, but anyway, this is fantastic. It's fantastic. But by the way, the, the name Lunu is terrible. They shouldn't have picked that name. I would change their name if I was Lunu because Ab's called him Luna already. And I'm sure everybody else is too. I know. Anyway, you know what's funny, Johnny, is that Mario told me to be aware of that during the thing. He's like, "You're gonna say Luna," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right." Yeah, but I want to hear from. I did want to hear from Selman because Selman, we're watching XRP being used for things other than on-demand liquidity. We got smart contracts coming. We got NFTs coming. Of course, you know, as CEO of Collecty Labs. And now we have more liquidity being used by Ripple Hub, by, sorry, RippleNet, by XRP. This is so interesting. What are some of your thoughts? Um, guys, like the payment system, all of that is amazing. But when you just focus on the XRP ledger, the very blockchain, you know, where XRP is, you know, um, operating on guys, XRPL is get it. Like there is something cooking and we had a nice, like I've been on Twitter space yesterday. Um, and, and we talked to some people that are developing on XRPL and wow, XRPL is going to be different than many other blockchains and probably people will like it in the long run. You're going to see great mass adoption there. So definitely. Focus on XRPL projects, and um, it's interesting. It's really interesting. It's different than what you see on Ethereum, et cetera. So I feel like there's going to be a nice spring feeling uh, in the crypto scene. And you know what's interesting is that we do have the Michael Jordan NFT coming out in the next couple of months. So that's going to be huge for retail exposure. Every single person knows who Michael Jordan is. So now they're going to know that he launched his, his NFT on the XRPL. I'd like to leave it open here. Billy or Mario, do you guys have any comments before we close it out today? I'll just say I'm bullish on the XRPL as well. I really think that as soon as that, that XLS20D gets passed, that's going to be great for the NFT space. I really think that we'll, we'll see a lot, of, a lot of NFT projects come in and a lot of development come into the platform. So I can't wait to see that happen. I'm just curious. I, I was just thinking right now, it might be a combination. Imagine the combination of the two things. A lot of projects coming into the XRPL and the Ripple case being over. It's just, it's going to be massive. And you know, oh, I was just XRP thinking, to 589 is what I just heard. I, yes, I, yes. I, I was just thinking, Abs, if XRPL, if XRPL was a wrestler, it would be saying, if you smell what the XRPL is cooking. <laughs> Hell yeah, Johnny. Hell yeah. Billy, you got any closing comments here? No, nah, man. I'm just, I'm, I love you guys. I wish we were at another retreat again. This hour is literally the fastest hour that goes Too by. Man. It feels Too like fast. it's 10 minutes, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ali. And Johnny? You got a fan out there, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, I, I see gotta, you blushing. We got to go some wrestling magic. Go I've wrestling. never seen Johnny blush before. I see Johnny <laughs> blushing on the Zooms now. This is, yeah, this she's is part of the beautiful people, man. It's hard not to blush. Amazing, guys. Amazing. So we'll close it out here. I want to say thank you to the No Defender. Thank you to Selman. Thank you to Billy. And thank you to Johnny Crypto. We're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. And tomorrow is a very special day because we have a very special guest xrp jenna will be joining the podcast thank you and like we always say warriors get your shit together baby let's go let's go let's go thank you for joining us xrp jenna jackie